Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Well, somebody had to ruin Christmas. You know, it just somebody had to go out there and just destroy destroy the day. And uh, anyway, this was, it was kind of an impossible thing to to imagine for a second that this wasn't every he, every uh, hockey insider is a is the heat miser is what you're saying yes every yeah no the, the, it's um you know the NHL did not want this to get out obviously but you know there's too many different people out there um with too many different connections and too many people with, with anger issues and uh there's all kinds of things so we have a lot of a lot of players to talk about we're, we're going to also do a show tonight at eight o'clock talk about because we may see some trades come down we might see some other things coming i mean we are still in you know mega mode right now like my focus has already shifted away from this. Well, let, why, why don't we do this? Yeah. Why don't we do this? Because I think that, you know, we can talk about who gets picked uh, tonight, more tonight. But the two the two things that came out uh, this morning that I thought were the most interesting and will have ramifications going forward were the, the report of the two contracts that Seattle are going to sign. One was the Adam Larson deal. Which was four years, reportedly yeah. at four million, yeah. and I haven't heard any parameters on the Oleksiak deal, but uh, I'm assuming multi-year deal, probably for more than he made with Dallas. So the first one is Larson. This right. and, and there's one other deal with with Edmonton signing. Yeah, the the Larson deal. This screws the Oilers big time. Usually, now, usually, usually because. Uh, you know, I've been a harsh critic of Adam Larson and, and how good of a player he is. I don't think I think he's a three-four defenseman. And my argument has always been: you don't trade a three-four, you don't uh, acquire a three-four defenseman for Taylor Hall. But right. that being said, he was a steady guy on their blue line, made four point one million dollars, and had a good and had a and had a good year this year. And had yeah. a, I mean, he picked the right time. I mean, as always, contract yeah. year. It's the right yeah. time to really lock it in in his own end. So if the so if the report is accurate that he's got four times four, and there was a rumor that the the Oilers had had him locked up or it was close to being locked up at three and a half, so Seattle gives him a five hundred thousand dollar increase. Okay, look at Edmonton's defense now. Yeah, uh, bomb may be done for his career. You have Darnell Nurse, who's one year away from being, I believe, an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, so they're gonna have to pony up big time on him. You've got. Ethan Bear, uh, a young Evan Bouchard, Broberg is not ready for the NHL. Chris Russell shouldn't be in the NHL. Yeah. Their defense is a train wreck. So again, they're going to have to. Well, what's going to happen here, Michael, is they're going to have to have a UFA replacement for him. I do think now. I wonder if Edmonton really starts to go in strong for Savard now. Well, in this circumstance, the 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 uh, the the rumor I think it was Pierre LeBrun who reported this immediately yeah. after the report came out about Larson said, "Well, they're going to reestablish talks with Tyson Berry, right. and the talk is Tyson Berry five five million times four years." Okay, there's only one problem, and I know this from watching him with with Toronto as <clears> great <throat> of a power play quarterback that Tyson Berry is, and he is he's a great he's a really good puck rusher and he's a good power play quarterback. He's a defensive nightmare in his own zone. They right. that's not the kind of player that they need. They you know, Larson is good in his own zone. So yeah, exactly. and and the other report is Zach, that they're gonna re-sign Mike Smith for two years at two million bucks a pop. Yep. If he's their backup, fine. If he's their starter, you know what? I'm Connor McDavid. I'm asking out of that friggin' uh, psycho zone in Edmonton because they're not going to get any better yep. uh, the way things are going. Anyway. Yep. Yep. I mean, they definitely, I mean, you know, the, the overall thing I can say about what Seattle's, Seattle's picks have been, you know, they have definitely gone on the cap cheap. You know, they've, they've definitely have managed to not, you know, play out, not, not, you know, not make too many big, big signings. Other than other than obviously their own within the organization with uh, you know obviously with McDavid and with Drysital and everything yeah. and, and 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 obviously term on on Nugent Hopkins uh, as yeah. well those players are still there which is all fine and plenty of talent level there and, and but 
The defense yeah. again, you're accounting for Nurse, Bear. Yeah. Good they're okay, they're solid defensemen. Um Bouchard I like, but again, still young. I you need a they need a veteran stabilizer in the worst way. Yes. They I think they, I think they need two. I think they need two veteran stabilizers. Yeah. Yeah. Now um the Giordano thing has been flying around today, different 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 reports, but it does sound like he has been selected. To go there, correct? Yeah, well, right. I mean, I've heard there. there I've heard a couple different sides of that today. There's been. I know uh, Rick Carpinello mentioned something uh, from the Athletic, mentioning something about, you know, that it. One of the ways that they were going to try to keep them away from Colin. I got to see what the exact tweet Colin was, but Blackwell. yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, they don't want to get to get to Blackwell. And I think there's been hearing, talk about that, that Giordano could get flipped. Yeah. Here's here's the here's the tweet. Hearing Seattle is going to take Colin Blackwell from the Rangers, but there could be a trade in the works for Giordano that changes the pick and allows the Rangers to keep Blackwell. So what does that yeah. mean? Does that does that mean? I mean, I'd have to look at I'd have to look at uh, yeah, at the, what does that mean exactly? at the Rangers expansion list, but that could mean, you know, some younger, younger player that they did left unprotected instead of Blackwell. Um, Julian Gauthier might be an option or, um, uh, well, they had Howden on the list, but then they trade, I think they traded him, but yes. Howden's in Vegas now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's just say this. I, I I think that this is not a good look for the NHL. I mean, there's no reason we're going to do it because we're going to have a, a podcast tonight and we're going to watch the the broadcast. But honestly, it's so anticlimactic now. The only thing to watch now for is trades. Yeah, and yeah. I think there will be trades, and I think there'll be. Do you think it'll happen this evening? I, I that you, there will be announced trades this evening. I'm almost feeling like they're they're just going to go through their picks. That's the show, and then in the coming days, yeah, I think uh, I don't be know more likely any announced trades tonight. Um, I don't think so. I doubt, I'm doubting on that, and I think um, any 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 side deals, supposed side deals, I think will be in the coming days. Yeah, well, I, so that, I mean, that's not that's not how it works. Okay, maybe things are different, Anthony. But if you remember, and I think you weren't there yet, you you came in on Friday, but when we were in Chicago. Uh, when the Vegas expansion draft, they had the they had the, mm. the trades were announced that night. Okay, so it could happen, yeah. but it doesn't. But they don't. They don't have to be necessarily. No, they don't have to be. But right. so yeah, it but might hear something tonight. But it's not, is not. You know, it's not very easy to keep things under wrap. I mean, this. Um... Well, that that's the thing that's a, that, that's the thing that's sort of disappointing here. I mean, okay, the NHL is not probably going to have an, another expansion draft for a long time. But when you do it, don't schedule the roster limit, uh, the, the the picks at 10 a.m. for an 8 p.m. Uh, release because okay, you know Frank Cervalli and Ed, and Elliot Friedman and Pierre LeBrun have connections with the league, connections with the PA, and that's going to get out. And now all the suspense. Yeah. Is gone, really, except for the trades. All the suspense is gone. Yeah, I mean, what? But the reality of the suspense of this, I think, dulls in comparison to the suspense of what's to come. Um, yeah, I mean, this this is exciting. Um, it's fun to see a new team involved and all that stuff. But the reality, the, the real reality here is that we are going to see an absolutely back crazy draft, and yeah. um, we're we're going to see, you know, and, and what happens, you know, in the following days leading up to UFA Day next a week from today. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, there, there's, there are a lot. And, and I think what we saw with a lot of the Seattle picks today, and my initial thought to this is that, you know, the Seattle picks today are actually setting up more trades because some players, some teams that thought players were, were going to be taken are not seeing those players go and well, they, this, they want those players gone. So well, the price is, on certain players is going to go way down. Well, this is the thing that's interesting here. And I, we haven't heard of all the picks. We've heard of some, maybe most, but not We're still all. missing. I mean, will Bor- I, and I don't think Borgen actually. I haven't heard of Sabres pick yet. Bor- well, supposedly, I think uh, Rachel Dory had mentioned, was one of our guests previously on Off the Post. She had mentioned that Borgen had posted something in his Instagram and very quickly deleted it that he was going okay. to Seattle. Yeah. So okay. maybe it was quick, but I. Or, Which- which we you know we that's what we thought because the yeah. pick, were, the pickings were slim. Or, I had, or, it's technically not official. Maybe he thought it, and then the Sabers said, "No, you're not going." Well, <laughs> other, who knows? Other than other than Jordan Eberle, which is rumored to be the pick for the Islanders, mm-hmm. I don't see many players that are really big salaried guys 
And yeah. Gir- I mean, Giordano's one. Um, yeah, yeah Giordano's one. Um, but 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 yeah. Gordy's certainly. It, 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 and Gordy's not a, certainly not even. He's, official, not, he's not super cheap. No. Um, and yeah, there are memories- did they announce? Did they announce? Did they announce Gord? No, there was nothing yet with regards to Gord. It's still out. And, and we're joined by Kevin Allen here, and um, Kevin, how are you doing? Doing great. Uh, yeah. What are we going to watch on TV? I know. Mm-hmm. I know. So, what are we going to talk about? We're going to try to talk. We're going to try to do a quick show tonight. And it's, it's, yeah, this is. Um, I don't well, know. I mean, uh, well, there'll be. Don't you think there'll be some that won't get out? I think some won't get out. Well, so far, it seems like. Almost right everyone. Now, right now, it's about twenty that are out. I, mean, I think there's twenty three. Yeah, it's like tw- yeah. I think that's about right. Yeah. Right, but but what we and what I was saying, uh, to the guys before you joined, Kev, is that last year or last sorry uh, in twenty seventeen when we were in Chicago for the NHL draft, um, when the picks were announced in that presentation, trades were announced at that time. So these. Uh, you know, like, okay, uh, you take this guy and you get a first round pick in this, you know, we heard about right. the Alex talk. To, so I think that's going to be the suspense of what, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. So, I mean, it I think sounds like Everly, it sounds like the Islanders had to give up something for them to take Everly. Right. So they may have given, they may have given up Kiefer Bellows to take Everly or something like that. You know, that's possible. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. And I think that's a, I think that's good decision by um seattle i i i think taking everly's uh um you know i thought it was good right from the start he was my yeah. pick the other day i mean josh bailey's also a good player as well but to get now everly and something else i you know if you're trying to win games now you know i take everly you know he's a pretty consistent goal scorer yeah so yeah, yeah. And, he, and, he, and he's got he's got cla- he's got pull yeah he's, he's a good, i mean there's nothing I mean, I do think we're going to see because of all the players that we're hearing is taken so far, Kevin. I think we will see some trades because there are some guys who teams I think we're expecting to be taken that aren't. You know. I, yeah, well, they were hoping they would. Right, they were hoping would be taken, be taken. but <laughs> weren't. <laughs> the best way to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. You know what's what's clear to me thus far, and what the picks that I've seen, and I haven't seen them all. I've actually been out somewhere, but. Um, uh, he is Ron Francis is sticking to what he said publicly, which was he wanted to make sure that uh, he used his uh, salary cap advantage wisely, and I think right. that is why he didn't get involved in Gary Price. I think that's why he didn't get involved in Tarasenko, um, you know. And I think there's some other players he would could have taken as well because um, I think he's going to pick and choose and be very careful on. You know, the ex- well, more expensive players that he takes. That was the point that I was making, uh, you know, just as you joined, Kev, is the fact that we know that Seattle has to get to 60% of the cap in the expansion draft, or maybe it, maybe it, you interpreted on expansion draft day. That's why the two contracts that they signed, we don't still don't know the amount of the Alexiak signing, but they uh, reportedly have signed Adam Larson to a, to a four-year deal. The only moneyed players so far that I see that they've picked have been Giordano and Eberle. And between them, that's about 12 million bucks in cap space. They have to get to around 50 million in cap space to reach that 60% threshold. So, you know, that's, you know, that's a lot, that's a lot of dollars. Um, and I, you know, I mean, not, 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 not really, not mathematically, you know, they have 31 players and they got to get to 48. That's an average of less than $2 million a player. So now, yeah, yeah, yeah Zach, they, won't, they won't have any trouble getting to that. Well, Zach McBillan, who's our uh, Columbus blogger in the chat is posting the, the names Donskoy makes 3.8 million. So there's another guy. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, they'll, yeah, they'll probably make the 50 million, but the one thing I found interesting and, uh, now they're only supposedly they're only choosing the three goalies, uh, Vanacek, uh, uh, Dreger from Florida, and the third one, um, Joey Decord. Joey Decord from Ottawa. All relatively cheap. They didn't go for Holpe. They didn't go for Prysak. Which How about I, not going for Kakinen? I mean, that really kind of sucked me. Well, they like they 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 like Susie better. They like, yeah, they, that, that's what I heard too. And I talked to a couple of GMs who thought. You know, even though that's a tough call, that they like Suchi quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't think that was a case of them saying no to a goalie. It was a case of them saying yes to the defenseman, and it was—I yeah. don't, I don't think it was an easy call. 
I think the biggest the the biggest stunner is that they didn't take Jake Bean. They took Morgan Geeky. Yeah, over Jake that, that's a big big stunner. I agree but, with you on that. One. But they but they did but they did take Hayden Flurry over uh, from yeah. Anaheim, which is a former Francis first round. Yeah. So that's and well, if you have and if you also have done and you got to remember as well in terms of the profile. Yeah, the profile of the defense and how you want to set things up and done leans more i believe towards the offensive end of things right he's more of a offensive defenseman yes. in this case he's a power play quarterback more of a power play. so in this circumstance it makes a lot of sense that they would go that route not you know and not necessarily go after jake bean and just, that, they, his, they just did take done or they didn't they did take they, done. Yeah. the report is they did take done that was their pick instead yeah. of uh, yeah well here's what i would say about bean and i um um uh, i know uh russ likes him but uh, he really hasn't developed no. the way everybody had hoped he would develop. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a little, still a little question mark about how good he's going to be where I think, you know, everybody has seen enough of Dunn to know that he can be very effective. And, you know, there are other players that I think they saw on the, cause they are limited. Obviously yeah. they can't just take, um, you know, half defenseman. Um, well, right. Two years, two years ago, he won AHL goal, uh, AHL defenseman of the year. But I mean, yeah, I mean, to your point, he probably should have been in the NHL as a consistent player by now. Yeah. The the, the interesting thing here, Kev, is um, we now know why at the deadline, uh, the the Hurricanes traded. Uh, Hayden Flurry for Hockenpah. Hockenpah was a UFA, but he was a good defensive defenseman. They knew they were going to lose one of Flurry or Bean, and they got something for one of them at the deadline. And now they didn't lose the other one; they lost Geeky. And you know th that probably doesn't hurt them as much because they're fairly deep at forward, but not you know. Then they're deep at defense too. They're just not deep in yeah. in goal. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell yeah. you, the guy that really, that really shocks me, really, is that is them taking Mason Appleton over Dylan DeMello. De De um, yeah, well, but, but again, you're looking at it yet again. You have to see how they're if they they value Dunn over a DeMello over a Goss to spare. They, right. If you're trying to have an if you're envisioning your blue line going forward and the roles that you're going to put them in. Yeah, it, may, it Appleton does make sense in this circumstance. They actually got pretty. If if this is the reported. The right wing depth is actually not that bad. Uh, yeah. And looking at this, if that is going to be with their picks, and yeah. Everly, Donskoy, Appleton, Pitlick, and Bastian, it's solid. Yeah. If that is the, if those yeah, are the picks. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. No, I was, yeah, I, th I think that was another case too, where I think they could have liked both players. But, um, and, and, you know, it, it's funny. The metal's contract, you can look at it two, two ways. Like, you can say, well, that's, you know, it's great. You know, it's four years. He's locked in. You don't have to worry about him. It's $3 million. That's not a whole lot. On the other hand, if you're Francis and you want to keep it low a little bit so that you're open next uh, summer for free agents and, and such, then you're thinking, yeah, but, you know, I can get a cheaper option here. And DeMello is, yeah. you know, even though he's a 20-minute defenseman, he, you know, he's just dependable. He's safe. He's yeah, efficient. Yeah. Think of think of it think of it this way. As Kevin said, Demello's locked up for multiple years at a, a decent number. But yeah. Appleton's making nine hundred k. He was on their third line with yeah. Cop and Lowry. He's really attractive. Okay, maybe you keep him. Maybe you trade him and nine hundred and nine hundred thousand dollars. A player like that, that like say Tampa, that's a replace a cheap replacement for a Barkley Goudreau that could play on your third line and you give them a prospect. And that's probably what they want are young players. You know, maybe they keep Appleton, but I think there's a lot, a lot of horse trading here. Maybe Vince Dunn stays there. Maybe they ship him someplace else and they get two or three youngsters. They've got to fill out not only uh, the rest of their NHL roster, they have to fill out an American hockey league roster. So yeah. they need two, three, four, five minor, at least that maybe 10 minor leaguers because they're sharing an affiliate with somebody. Right. And I think some like, like a Twarinsky, um, a true Bastion are kind of in between, although Bastion's an NHLer yeah. for sure. But Twarinsky, on the other hand, he's, in between. he's had, he's had a few cup of coffees with the flyers uh, over the last two seasons um, and has been an injury replacement player, yeah. but he's, he's your classic 
AHL, you know, that, that, on that's the train. A, that's a shocking pick from Philadelphia. <laughs> that is, I believe, is this that one has that one? I think has Dave Haxtell's t- hands all over it uh, because yeah, that, he was. That may be, but I, that's that's yeah. all I have to say about that. They, I think he, yeah. they were looking at it as an organizational death pick. Yeah, it was a surprise here too. But again, I remember, yeah. I remember Hack having Haxtell having positive things to say about Torinsky and a couple of years ago he just narrowly missed made yeah. the rot missed making the roster training camp. That's that's um, a, that's a, I'm I'm not gonna be screwed by taking Voracek or JVR again and I said this to someone earlier I said they didn't they were not going to get backed into a into that corner and they didn't like yeah. ghost enough to take him in this circumstance well, where they probably felt Dunn could play that role uh and and, 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 you know, that potential yeah. role that Ghost might have played there. Well, here's something I think is interesting. So I asked the, I asked one of the couple of my people today just this, this question because we saw, like, we saw Dre, looks like Dreger's going, right? Uh, Larson's mm-hmm. going. Yeah. Because they're because they're announcing their signings today, they are the picks. They become the picks from those teams, right? Mm-hmm. And I asked another GM in the league, I said, well, what is it, what keeps the team from working out a deal and not, not announcing it until next week? Um, and you know we're not like, officially signing it until next week, so that they can also take a player off your roster, that they can take a player off your roster and sign a UFA. What's is there? Is there something in place? Because I figured there had to be something in place for that, you know, to keep that. Why? Like otherwise, why are they doing? Why are they announcing the Larson signing and the Dreger signing now? Like why don't just work out something with them because they can talk to them now, and say, hey, we're also going to take this guy and this guy. And the GM came back to me with nothing stopping them from doing that. The system sucks. The teams are screwed. That's what I got back. So that actually could happen. Now it didn't happen in some cases. The Larson and Dreger, but that's that that's why I didn't understand the Dre. You know, why not just wait till July right. 8th and sign Dreger? But here's the thing. I, I mean, the reason that they wouldn't do that is they think, okay, this somebody else, they don't want to get into a bidding war over him, right? With somebody, they think somebody else is gonna go higher. Right. Um, it's not that they're worried and you know, will Florida keep them? I don't think they were worried that Florida would outbid them, but I think they were worried that somebody else could potentially outbid them. But here's the really interesting thing, you know, they've been talking to uh Landeskog. They were talking to Schwartz, um, Jaden Schwartz, and, and Lance guy. They didn't sign either of those guys, right? They were talking to Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton. Um, so they went out, and it looks like they're going to get Don Skoy, right? And they're going to get done. Mm-hmm. And um, Carolina, they're going to, yeah, we just talked about that. Morgan Geeky. Right, Morgan Geeky. And um, uh, Chicago, they're apparently taking John Quenville, which is, that's. Right. There is nothing to say at all that they couldn't still be getting Landis Gog, Schwartz, and those guys. Like, no. I. And I think that's something to consider. No, they, they said it could be where they could wheel back to them once the free. Well, yeah, and they could just say to them, "Listen, you know, if if, if you're talking to Landeskog, we we're, we're going to sign you for this, but you know what, we want to, you know, we got we we'll be better if we wait because we can get Donskoy from as well. So let's uh, let's wait, and and then you're coming to a better team. Yeah, I, I what I think that's really about Eck is is that with some they're going to say, and I was going to bring this up about Adam Larson. You know, I don't understand Adam Larson signing today. Right. Um, uh, unless he just, there's something about Seattle. Maybe he loves the space needle. Like I, he loves good coffee. I don't really know, right. but it makes no sense for a guy like Adam Larson, who would be very attractive right. on the free agent marketplace to sign with them and not wait to see what was available. Well, that, um, I mean, that's, I, right. I, I don't, that's the, that's the question, Kev. Yeah. If, if he was getting multiple offers from multiple from multiple teams, then you're exactly right. If this he, why I, but this is why I asked you this the other day, Michael, when I texted you. Right. I, I asked you about Larson because nothing had been announced yet, and right. it was getting tight to the Seattle market. And now right. this has happened. Yeah, it was out. It was out there that he'd been offered a four-year deal from Edmonton to three point five million, which was a mil- six hundred thousand dollar decrease from his previous deal. Right. And it sounded well, like. He was the only one out there. That was the only offer out there. Because otherwise, why would he be taking a pay well, cut? Not, 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 not everybody cheats. Yeah, they can't I, be in I, I know that's hard to But so, yeah, nobody can offer him any money. Yeah, they can't. Not legally. Now, you're right. Word gets out there, right. like what's happening. But, you know, as one GM said, not everybody cheats. No, not some this year especially is really. I asked somebody, I talked to somebody oh. about that too, and they said it's impossible to cheat this year because of what you're talking about. Like, you know, I mean, this year the the, the real advantage that Seattle has is that they can talk early. So if anyone else, right? But, but so okay. if you're a top free agent, that's and that's about with Landis Cog. I'm absolutely positive, right? Landis Cog said, you know, I'm not against coming to Seattle. However, you know, if right. I'm all this way, 
I'm going to talk to everybody. Right, I'm not right. going to talk to you. Right. So I, I, I'm shocked that, that Larson did not at least do the same thing because I do think there would have been multiple teams, I, multiple teams interested. In yeah, but I do yeah. wonder whether or not they were going to feed. I, I think what Seattle's doing here is that he's – He's going to be in a he's he's in a definite feature situation here. Whereas I think I wonder if some of the other teams who were speaking to him maybe yeah. he was looking at more of a second pair le sure. lesser role, and that Seattle may have offered him and say, "Hey, we're not only going to give you this, but you're going to be one of our, bed, our early yeah. bedrocks going yeah, forward." Right. And I was attracted to him. Well, but Adam Larson is the kind of guy is um, it doesn't matter whether he's a first or second pairing guy. He's yeah. going to do what he does. Like, well, you know, he's not a guy looking <laughs> to get on power play. Right. But, you, know, you know, he's but, not a guy. You know, he's going to hit you. He's going to block your shots. You know, the thing about him is money. Like, I don't think he could have gotten 5.5, but could he have gotten five from no. somebody? I Listen, once we get to – Michael, you know how it is. Once you get to free <laughs> open yeah. market, Kevin's right. Anything can happen at that point. Right. And, 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 or at least get five years. Right. How about right. 4.5? Well, he is. Yeah. I think he's thirty-one. So I don't know how anybody wants to give him give a defenseman who. Is he? I thought he was. Is he twenty-nine? I thought is he, is he definitely thirty. I thought he was twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Uh, okay, let me double check. I thought he was yeah. thirty-one, but um, but no. They, I mean, Kevin, you're right. Not everybody cheats, but enough people are out there. I mean, how many how many months do we go back where you're hearing well. Zach Hyman's going to get five, you know, five, six years at 5.5 .5 to 6 million. I mean, that's speculation, but that's based on something. And his agent probably is well, getting feelers it, from people out there. Yeah, it's, based on, it's, it's based on the comparables that they all have to do, um, you know, before they even start. So that, right. you know, I mean, you know, back yeah. when I, you know, I, you know, called a bunch of agents when I was having a hard time figuring out, and I'd say, what kind of comparables do you have right. for this and you know he would say, "Yeah, he's let me look." And you know, you know, fifteen minutes later, he'd say, "Well, you know, these three guys." So it's looking like this, this, right. and this. You know, yeah. so right. Larson, Larson's twenty-eight. He turns twenty-nine on November twelfth. And I, I thought, you know, he had a, bet, a better defensive year than he has in the past, but four goals, six assists in fifty-six games. So he's not—he's not a point guy. He's a—he's a. He's a well, no, you, you, you know, you don't even discuss points with that. Yeah. Larson, he's a, you know? a stay-at-home. Defenseman, defense, right. right hand he's shot, shut down guy. He blocks yeah. shots. He hits. Yeah. He's dependable. He's safe, and that's why I'm I'm saying like I, I you know, I, normally I would say yes. You're going to talk about what's my role going to be, you know. Right. Maybe, but with him, you know what he's going to do. He's right. going to play twenty some minutes and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I I just don't get why he did. Now, like I said, maybe this is what he wants to do. Maybe this is, and I fully support that. But I'm surprised that he just didn't see. Because he could always go back there, but maybe Seattle said, "Hey, either we sign you now or we're moving on." So I, I you know, I don't know. And, but, and yeah. this, it just and seemed this, a little strange, I, I especially. Think, yeah. And he this didn't is the, hit it out of the park. He didn't hit no, it out of the park. No, he didn't. And this is the thing that I questioned, Kevin. I just put that up as a little, little bit, bit of a joke. What somebody put up in the in the chat, but okay. If you believe that Edmonton is a legitimate Stanley Cup contender, then why, if you're Adam Larson, are you leaving? And based on what's going on with them right now, I think they're taking steps back away from being a legitimate contender because they've lost Clefbaum to injury. They're, they, now they've lost Larson in free agency. Their defense, I think, is a shambles. And the and the speculation today is that they're re-signing Mike Smith. If Mike Smith is their backup, Okay, that's what, that's what it'll be, Mike. He's not. Mike's well, I would hope so, act, but but based on what you know, I would hope that Ken Holland, being the intelligent hockey man that he is, would be buying out Miko Koskinen, and that Mike Smith, at thirty nine years old, is your backup for a legitimate number one starter goaltender. Because I think that they proved that they can't win with what has been going on before, but. I haven't seen it yet, so I have to wait to see how it unfolds. Well, I mean, that's the thing right now is you—it's way too soon to make a judgment on Edmonton right now right. because they—they—they do—they do grab a ton of cap space by losing Larson. I mean, that gives them—it gives them more cap space that they already have. They already had cap space on top of it. They've got some interesting moves coming up. They're going to make some. They've got some players coming up that they like. They're going to be aggressive, I believe. You know, they—they they know that they've—they've they've got to be aggressive. They know that they have this—this this, you know Stanley Cup contending offense and nothing else. And you know, I fully believe that they'll, they'll, they'll that they will be aggressive as that goes along. So I think it's it's well, too early to too, too early to judge based I'm, on what we see now. 
I normally I would agree with you, Eklund, but I don't think it's mm. too early to say that they've made a mistake that they've lost Adam Larson. Like he, yeah. he was one of the good yeah. things on No, Adam. I do agree with that. I, I was surprised I, I to see him unprotected, right? Bad. Like are you gonna do better I'm with that? Say. Four million dollars than Adam Larson, uh, you know. So I, yeah, I know. maybe Adam Larson's just. I mean, is, is it very possible that Adam Larson just hated playing in Edmonton? Like the reality yeah. is that he, that he, um, I mean, he, think about Adam Larson's time in Edmonton. It started off being that, you know, being the brunt of the joke of the trade, right? Like he was the guy it, that they got for Taylor Hall, and, and he's had to live up to that the entire time he's been there. And just to, just to answer this, because Davey in the in the chat saying Hyman to Edmonton, which has been a a consistent rumor. Okay, if that happens, so now you're 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 talking about twelve point five for McDavid, money well spent, eight point five for Dreisaitl, bar bargain, mm -hmm. five and a five or five point one for for Nugent Hopkins. And if you're talking five to six million on Hyman, then you're getting into Toronto territory where you're spending thirty plus, you know, thirty-five, forty percent of the cap on four forwards. What are you going to do to spend on your defense and on your goaltending? You have to be well-rounded to win in this league, and they're they're not going to be. It's not quite Toronto territory because Toronto is like thirty-three million for three players or whatever, and this is like thirty. This is thirty million for five. Um, yeah, I agree. You're definitely talking about. I mean, it's no question that they're going to have issues there for sure. Four. 30 million for four. For four. Um, yeah, this is uh, awesome. I, I did want to – let me just bring up one thing because I thought it was really funny. Um, I saw it on Twitter earlier today. And have they figured out who the Red Wings guy is yet? No. Um, that was one that has not been reported yet. No, uh, I, heard, I saw a high, high rose. Okay. But it, well, uh, somebody, somebody uh, tweeted out that uh, Eisenman versus uh, the uh, – um, the you know the close shop Steve Eisenman versus the relentless Pierre LeBron, who will win? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. The immovable object and the irresistible force, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I and mean, we took a long time to get Eberly out to get the Eberly story out of out of blue and on the island too. Now, I wanted I want to Kevin this because if if the Eberly situation is is, is the case. Now all of a sudden, Lou has 17 million in cap space, yeah. um, and okay, I, I think Eberly is a significant loss uh, up front because he did he does score in the playoffs and he's a consistent forward, and uh, you know they've they've lost with Letty on, <clears throat> um, but now he's got maneuverability. He's got some operating room. Does this mean they go after? Seth Jones, if he's a one, even if he's a one-year guy, do they go Suter and Parise? I mean, I, I, there's a number of options that Lou has now with that cap space. Yeah, and it's it's always hard to read, Lou. Yeah, um, I will say that you're pretty safe, concluding that Zach Parise yeah. is on his horizon, and yeah. I would assume uh, one thing I would bring up that I, I I'm actually a little surprised at um, in every reporting that I've seen and from asking around around the league, even though we all assume that Lou will go after Tarasenko, when I've seen people that said the teams who have inquired about him, I never see the Islanders. Yeah, me too. Now, it, Lou's a little secretive. That could be. But yeah. I wonder if Lou, just for whatever reason, has decided Tarasenko's not his guy. Yeah. Um, uh, well, because there are, you know, the other likely suspects have been linked. To yeah. Him, you yeah. Know? yeah. So. Uh, Russell talked about yeah. it tonight on on the show, but I know that when we talked, he expressed some hesitancy re regarding Tarasenko. Even though the reports have been out there that the shoulder is fine now, this is the fourth surgery on his shoulder. He injured it back in World Junior time, and yeah. I think this is the third surgery on that shoulder since his NH since the beginning of his NHL career. So he may be a hundred percent and fine and good, but but. You know he's got two more years and seven and a half million dollars, and with that uncertainty there, that might scare away certain teams. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, you, you. The only thing is, is it depends on how you phrase that. You would say he's got two years left, as if that's a long time. But I would say that's my point has, too. Yeah, on on him. He Kevin. only has only two years. And, yeah. and you, and I'm, I'm sure you know you might get St. Louis on the right kind of deal. To, you know, keep at least a million and a half or so. So yeah. that, that's why I think is attractive is is they only has two years left. Yeah. Um, so instead um, of but like, what, what, 
Did we hear about what the Predators guy was with uh, uh, yeah, no, like, yarn cock, which was expected? Yeah, yarn cock. Yeah. So yeah. Um, no, no I, was, I think the Predators um, skirted that one by not losing Colton Sissons. I think that that they got a little bit lucky there. Yeah. Um, I think Sissons is way more valuable. Um, I think the term scared him away. Yarn Croak, I think, mm -hmm. only has a couple. Yeah. Where uh, actually, I the Predators sort of view all those guys the same. Right. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like they do. They do like Sissons, but they like the Iron Croak. And it, I, I think their feeling was. We're going to lose one of those guys, but we got three or four of those guys. See, yeah. you know, guys who are not, you know, who are good, but they're not exceptional. So. I, 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 this is why I love covering the Leafs and I love the Toronto market um, because everybody's got an opinion, and no matter what the organization does, they're wrong, even if they're right. Um, they protected Justin Hall. Uh, people were saying, why do you protect a 29-year-old defenseman? Well, because he's your only right-hand shot defenseman, and he's playing on your second pair, and he plays well with Jake Muzzin. That's why. Uh, right. He's on your shutdown pairing. Um, if they lose Travis Dermott, they have guys to replace Travis Dermott. So they expose – they make the trade for Jared McCann, knowing that Seattle may want Jared McCann. Why? To protect Kerfoot. Um, because either they want to keep Kerfoot or his contract with uh, a heavy signing bonus is $750,000 in money and $3.5 million against the cap. But they're wrong to do that because, oh, they lose Jared McCann. Well, Jared, they didn't really lose Jared McCann. They rented him for three days. They lost Philip Hallander and a seventh-round pick in the expansion draft. That doesn't sound like a big loss to me in an expansion draft. That sounds like Kyle Dubas actually doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, um, do you, so the, um, yeah. So do you think that they're going to now turn around and move Kerfoot? I think they're going to move Kerfoot. I think both of those guys could get traded. I, I don't know why you would move Kerfoot. I mean, the, the, I, I don't understand why Toronto wants to move the players to play best for them. Well, it was one playoff. He was an underachiever for two years and he had one good playoff. But the thing it's, it's, I think they, they need, they, 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 could be in on somebody like Connor Garland, who they like. And Arizona uh, probably wants to trade Connor Garland because he's gonna he's gonna hit the jackpot and they don't wanna they don't wanna pay the money to Connor Garland. Whereas Kerfoot making probably around the same cap hit that Garland will make, they can pay league minimum. So they save almost three million dollars. Yeah. And not to say that Kerfoot is as good of a player as Garland is because he's not, but with Arizona, everything right now is dollars and cents. So yeah. I, you know, I'm not saying I've heard anything. I'm just saying it would make sense if there's an Arizona-Toronto deal uh, down the line. We had a lot of discussion here about um, Jamie Alexiak, who looks like he's part of this part of today mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I, I thought you know, I, like you guys know, I'm I was big in big fan of Alexiak, and I think that he's going to be. I think this was a that was a majorly good move by them. Yeah. Um, to to grab him now. But another one that I don't know necessarily why they had to do it now and why they couldn't wait in a, in a similar way to what you're saying with Larson. Um, but maybe there was just a bigger market, or there was. Just well, the, the, I mean, the, I, I know that you said uh, that Montreal was interested in Alexia. Yeah, I know Dallas wanted to keep him too. So, right. but now, yeah, now, but now Dallas is rumored to be shopping John Klingberg with a year left in his contract before he becomes a UFA. Um, and the other thing. And we've heard, Eck, this guy's in our rumor mm. hall of fame, Rasmus Ristolainen. Yeah. Um, according, according, I think I think it was Pierre Lebrun that reported uh, uh, Montreal being interested. They need a right-hand shot to replace Weber. Uh, and Winnipeg, who uh, they just need a right-hand shot. They, they've still never replaced Bufflin. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. But but the asking price supposedly from the Sabers is a first round pick and a prospect, and I don't know whether they can get that for Ristolainen. Yeah, I did hear I did hear today a little bit um, of, a, of a couple of rumors. Um, well, one we have Patrick Liney signing is looks like he's going to sign his qualifier, which right. is out there. Uh, that's been out there for a while. He's walking ever so slowly towards that UFA. You know, this is another year. This gives him arbitration rights next year, which is. Um, 
which is the right. big well, thing. He gets a 10% increase yeah. with, the, with, the, with the qualifying offer. But what this is, because he's after his ELC, he signed a two-year deal. Now this is year six. He's got one more year, and then he's a UFA. So this can't. This is Jacob Truba in Columbus. He's walking his way ever so close to being a free man. And I, I don't know whether Yarmo Kekalainen is going to say, "Okay, I'm just going to let him walk to there." He's got to get assets for him if he doesn't sign him long term. Two other things yeah. that I heard today. One, um, one Kevin was that a um, there's a definite. Um, Possibility that Detroit would be picking a goalie with their first round pick. Have you heard anything about that? Uh, well, no. Uh, I mean, they need a goalie. They're desperate. Mm -hmm. It's been uh, talked about uh, <coughs> certainly all, uh, you know, for the last two months. Uh, mm -hmm. In my first mock draft, I actually had them taking them, but they also mm -hmm. have a needed center. And I think it will depend on who's there at six. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard for me to believe that they would pass on somebody like William Eklund who can play both center in the right. wing. He's right, there. Right. I think he'll be, be there, but McTavish could be there. Uh, yeah. He also may go the pick before to Columbus. Right. Uh, McTavish is a, uh, a Ryan O'Reilly uh, slash Ryan Getzlap style. You know, he's a big yeah. center with some yeah. offense. Uh, so I don't know. Um, uh, what I've sort of been told, but you know, I don't know exactly whether or not you know this is uh, from Iserman or not but right uh, most people think they're going to take a goalie in the second round which okay. would, would put him in the uh good row or uh, uh tristan lennox uh, category those are two right. prospects from the uh, canadian hockey league so right. uh, i don't know i mean you know Iserman, you know is his own guy he yeah. is not afraid to go off the board um a lot of people have uh Wallstead ranked in the uh, top 10, 11, 12 range. Um, but yeah. I've also had scouts tell me that he could be just as good as Spencer Knight or just as good as Yaroslav Askarov. Yeah. So if that's the case, you know, they yeah. don't they don't have a single goalie, a single goalie in their system. Yeah. I'm going to start the collection for for X Christmas present. Whoever drafts William Eklund, we have to get Eklund. <laughs> jersey yeah oh, man now, um i the other the and the the other rumor um that i heard was that the with the ottawa senators talking to buffalo about reinhardt um and and the possibility of that of their of the ottawa senators first round pick going to buffalo for reinhardt well um, i would it, would it would have to be a lot a lot more than that simply because the mm -hmm. buffalo sabers need bodies and i mean quality bodies and if they're trading mm -hmm. a guy who's scored who scores 25 goals every year it can't be just ottawa first round pick unless ottawa's i mean i don't know where they're i think are they like six or seven in the first round and they're relatively high yeah, but pretty good pick i mean yeah if it's if it's in the top yeah, right reinhardt was the second pick right yeah, second overall pick, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he put in you know, a bunch of goals last year. And, and obviously other teams want him too, but Ottawa apparently really likes him a lot. Yeah. Now, now Ottawa's, Ottawa's in the division too. That's a really tough thing for that, Buffalo to necessarily do. And that's why – that's why Ottawa – yeah, Ottawa's picking 10th. Okay, they would have to so. – you'd have to get a Formanton or a Batherson or – so. they have a, such right. a wealth of young – forwards that yeah. they have to give up one of them in a deal for Reinhardt. Which I think they could, you know, I don't think they would have a problem doing that. And they also, you know what else they have? A lot of good young goalies in Ottawa. Like Ottawa, Ottawa is some, oh, doing, now they've lost a corner. They were able to lose that guy because I mean, I mean, their AHL guy was like the one, one of the goalies of the year in the AHL last year. They really have just like, I mean, beyond the fact that they've got, you know, Matt Murray there, obviously, but they have other, they have, they have two or three young Goalies. I mean, they draft goalies all the time. The Senators. They always. Well, they have, they have Gustafson is the, he's uh, he's probably the the guy who's the backup. He's the uh, backup. Yep. Yeah. And then they, um, they've got two other guys. I was told today. Yeah. Um, they really like above the guy they lost. You know, above, above the guy they lost. So. Yeah, Kev, let me ask you the question because. Told, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I just want to bring this up because Eck was talking about, uh, you know, away from expansion. I think this yeah. is important. I was told yesterday by a GM that Linus Olmark is going back to Buffalo. Yeah. Um, so yeah. He's pretty confident of that. Yeah, that makes well, sense. That, that probably means he's getting paid significant money because they, they have a lot of cap space and really they have, I mean, they have nobody right now. They have, you know, uh, uh, Carter Hutton is a UFA, Lukanen's injured um they 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 need all mark badly and yeah um now 
couple things here. One, Kev, uh, John Shannon reported yesterday, and a lot of people followed suit, that the NHL will be releasing their schedule tom uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. And from the reports, it's in it includes a two-week window, but not they're not saying – it's an Olympic window because they still don't know about the Olympics. And if they don't go, then they would fill in the, the spots with games. Now this is, this is the thing. This is not COVID. This is not like, well, we're canceling games because of infection. You know, if people go out and buy tickets for a game on February 25th, and all of a sudden the NHL moves the game to February 11th, they might not be able to go to that game. And aren't they concerned about people actually buying tickets for these yeah. games? Well, I'm sure they are concerned about it, but they really don't have any options. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the promise made in the CBA, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, they're just trying to play it out and see what happens. And you know, I'm I've been really pro um, Olympic participation because a the players like it could be it's a much bigger stage than we have in our league um, for hockey to get recognized. But you know, when you see what's going on now with the summer games. And we don't have any reason to believe it still won't still be like that, you know, in winter. Like, do you really want to send your guys over there? Uh, you know, like, right. you know, we're, you know, if they have another right. kind of outbreak and then they bring it right. back, and you know, we've I, seen what happens with. Uh, so uh, yeah. there's reason not to go. So. There's a reason not to go. I saw a report yesterday, Kevin, that said, and we're we're two days away from the opening ceremonies, that there are still officials in Japan that are saying we should cancel the Olympics, and this is 48 hours before the opening ceremonies. So yeah. what? Let's start. Yeah. I don't think they can stop it, but I don't I mean, know. Yeah, it, it, listen, I've seen large events. Uh, you know, like say Australia last year was this was literally with only. Hours away from the uh, from from the Australian Grand Prix, yeah. and 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 they got through qualifying and everything, and then literally they can't shortly after qualifying they they announced yeah. the cancellation. So it now, could be, but again, that was also with us not. It was in a, we were in a different spot with regards to COVID. At that now here's the here's the other interesting. Yeah. In, oh, we lost actor. He clicked himself off. I think here's the other interesting scheduling note. I've noted this because of the Sabers and the Leafs both releasing their preseason schedules. Toronto normally plays Buffalo every year in, in the preseason. This year, the Sabres are playing all U.S.-based teams, and the Leafs are playing all Canadian-based teams, which means they're still not 100% sure about the yeah. border situation. And today, the Biden administration extended the uh, the ban of Canadians coming over to the U.S. until August 21st. And it's probably in response to the Canadian government saying that U.S. Uh, citizens, who even if they're vaccinated, have to have a, a, a COVID test to right. go across the border. So, you know, they're going back to the same divisions. But right now, there's still some questions about whether yeah. the middle of October is going to be free reign to go back and forth. Well, I think that's going to be good. That's the way. That's the way things have been for a while, right? I mean, that, that's where we where we are. I mean, I think with the Olympics, they you, might, you might have a structure of of early mm -hmm. games here for the Canadian teams and have the bulk, have the bulk of have a pseudo North Division setup. Maybe not not a set not not as a divisional setup, but a scheduling of games until until a time where they feel that they will be in the all clear. There, there's only one problem with that. <clears throat> It works in the Pacific Division and it works in the Atlantic Division where you have three Canadian teams. But a team like Winnipeg, okay, they play a grand total of 12 games against the teams in Canada. Two home and away against the six other teams. That's one month. If things haven't changed by the 1st of November, they've exhausted that, that option there. Anthony, so yeah. I wonder if they have sort of again, almost kind of like sort of a pseudo, like the AHL, like the West, like out west for the AHL, an imbalanced schedule that they can't do that. I mean, yeah, they can't do imbalance, but they can figure out a way. It's something not along the, not completely well, no, along Tor the lines, Toronto but. play Toronto plays Hamilton six thousand times during an AHL season. They can't, they can't, they can't do that in the NHL. It's there's a formula. You play everybody in your division uh, four true, times. True. I'm just I'm 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 brainstorming ways to adapt to the situation. I'm right. not saying that's Let the way it's going to go. That's just a point. So our, our buddy John Shannon um, has reported that, you know, in addition to Larson and Drager, uh, the Kraken have signed three more free agents. Now, if that's the case, we know, we know the list of these guys that are out there, right? 
Um, as I see it, how many free agents are on that list right now? Oh, tons. So I mean, uh, that have been taken so far. <laughs> no, that no, that you have know, been taken. That, that we know that we know, like we know Larson Drager, um, but who else? What are what are the other UFAs that that are that are going oh, to be? Yeah. Well, I'm talking about the UFAs that have been signed today. They're part of the that are being but, taken but, basically but, from protection. But, but okay, he said free agents. He didn't say unrestricted free agent. Mm. Vince Dunn was an RFA, so they could have signed Vince Dunn. Okay. That, that, that some but, some of those players that he's mentioning made the reason why they were picks is because they can't. They had right. some kind of agreement in place. So that 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 might be what he means. I mean, it might be, but could this mean that the the trade player we don't know about is a UFA? Maybe possible. You know, because it seems like to me, you know, it seems like we don't. If I don't, I you get the impression that he's talking about UFAs here. You know, like he's not just talking about. Yeah, I, there are a lot of UFAs that are just, right. you know, like you look at Detroit's UFAs of yeah. Bill Pula. You know, he can still play. You know, yeah. Um, you could get him cheap. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that this is what guy or Darren yeah. Helm. You know, there's yeah. a lot of guys like that that could yeah. just be, you know, role players that are UFAs. Yeah, hell, yeah. He, he could mean he could mean I'm gonna sign I'm gonna sign Kaprizov to an offer sheet because he's got all of his draft picks for 2022. He could do that, but more than likely, it's you know it's an R it's a one of the RFAs he already took, or you know maybe a European free agent or something like that. We'll, we'll see. We'll find out. Yeah, there's gonna be something else there, I think for sure. But um, yeah, that that to me is kind of interesting. Um, there were rumors yesterday of of you know. We are. Are we going to see any offer sheets this year? You know, we always talk about that. We'll get into it more, I'm sure, as it goes along here. But we are starting to hear that there could be could be a few, and it seems like a really hard year to do it. Um, yeah, it it's always hard to do it, but this seems like a particularly hard year to do it. Last year, we well, all thought there would definitely be some, and there weren't. One one name that was out there uh, regarding a possible offer sheet was Anthony Bovillier, but now that they've cleared. Uh, Eleven million dollars in cap space with the Letty move, and now the claim of Eberly. I think that's not going to happen because yeah. now Lou can match it. So, yeah, I'm sure, the scenarios out there where teams are up against it and they have an RFA. But yeah, I, again, I think it's a lot of smoke, and it, there's never fire. And I, I just don't think there's going to be fire. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I kind of agree with you. All right, well, that's all the time we have for now. We, we, we were only going to go half hour. We went a whole hour. Um, but anyway, um, I think we got more to talk about tonight for sure. And we're going to see if, if any of these trade-type things are, are, are going are gonna to play out tonight. And like Mike said last time, we had a lot of trades that were announced during this process. The NHL is going to try to keep it interesting. Um, let us know what you think. Um, comment on YouTube. You know, Follow us on YouTube. Please do. Um, please do make sure you uh, go to patreon.com slash hockey and support us if you can. We'll be back again tonight. Remember, without the buzz, it's just hockey. We will be your second screen tonight, so tune in.